Hey guys, Merry Christmas. I'm sure you're already tired of all the Christmas music and jolly that everyone has around them. So we are going to continue that with our Christmas-themed episode. So get prepared for that. Uh, let me first just say welcome to Cold Film Review, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight is a silent night. Some may even say it's a deadly night. So grab your axes, put on your Santa suit, because we're talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night. So let's just start the show. Ho, ho, ho! I, I guess. Uh. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex? Clopex. Clopex. Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother... Listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Alright guys, so before we get into the show, let's just get the business part out of the way, which is please, please subscribe to our podcast. Also leave us a review. It helps us get ranked. Um, if you listen to the show uh, and you enjoy it, you're probably listening to it on your way to work or uh, at work or at the gym, whatever it is, uh, just do us a solid and hook us up with a review. It really helps us out. It takes a couple of minutes and we look cooler because of it. I don't know. It just helps us out on iTunes. Just It hasn't helped me look cooler at all. <laughs> I tell people <laughs> all the time. One I say, person has I ever have said, 27, oh. re- 27 reviews on iTunes. I have thousands of listeners. You have or we have? We I haven't introduced you guys yet, so I have. Um, <laughs> I have thousands of listeners, but like only 27 reviews. So please help us out. This is my show until uh, I say your name. Help us get ranked, and we'd really appreciate that. If you're wondering what all those other voices are, that would be Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Willenbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello, everybody. And I'm your host, Cody Everett. So tonight, we are talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night. It is directed by Charles E. Sellier, Jr. Junior. Junior. It came out in 1984, had a budget of about a million dollars. I think that's with advertising. Uh, made about two million. Was filmed in the U.S. There is a rated R and an unrated version, which two of us saw the rated R version and two of us saw the unrated version. Oh, wait, can we? Are we going to talk about the Boom. differences between the two? Do we know them? I think there, we we do know some I, of them. We know some of them. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll figure it out. And it has a whopping 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. It's so, right in that area. All right, guys. If you don't know what this movie is about, uh, after witnessing his parents' murder, uh, tormented Billy goes on a murderous rampage dressed as Santa due to his stay in an orphanage where he's abused by a mother superior. There you go. That's it. That's it in a nutshell right there. If you if you didn't know what this movie's about, uh, let me. This is Kyle's pick. Let me just say that it certainly is. Kyle, why'd you pick this movie? Um, I mean, we're getting into December. I wanted to do a Christmas movie. I wanted to do a. Um, I didn't want to. I obviously want to do like a horror movie, and um, this movie and its sequels all have a really strong cult following because they're uh, ridiculous or. Um, controversial in some way or another, and I thought this would be a great one to kick off the uh, holiday season. There you go. Has anyone not seen this movie before? I had not seen this movie before. Either have I. I this is my first watch through. So you two, Kyle and Chris, you both have seen this movie. Yeah. Yep. I saw it actually. I was. And this this definitely goes back to the video store days when I used to, you know, walk up to it and just browse the horror aisles. This was always a box. The artwork on this thing always caught my eye. Mm-hmm. You know, the the chimney with the Santa arm coming out, holding yeah. the axe. And the one thing that, like, really drew me into this was Blockbuster used to put, like, these little stickers on the boxes that said, like, for mature audiences only. Um, and that made me want to see it even more because I was like, man, this, must, this movie must be crazy. This yeah. must be insane if they're putting this on there. Like, yeah, I I remember that as well. I actually remember being being a little kid, yeah, and being being like we had video power store by our house, and I just remember I remember all like four four or five of these films. It was probably four of them at the time, like just in a line and like just staring at all of them. And I, yeah, it was this box art always caught me in the second one with the gun reflected in the uh, in the ornament. Yeah, the Christmas oh, ornament. yeah. He's always just stared. He's like, oh, I wonder what this movie's about. It looks so crazy, like a Christmas killer. That's yeah. awesome. So mm-hmm. when did you first see it? Uh, probably when I was like around 15. 
1961, okay. Brother Ryan was working at the video store. I want to say like 13, because that's when I was able to like go up and just rent whatever I wanted. So I'm sure this was on the top you, of the oh, list. Oh, must be cool. Yeah, your parents cool had Chris. like, he can rent whatever he wants on, yeah. on the account. Hey, Chris, at did, that you, point, Chris yeah. did you want any porn to go along with it? Yeah, did you want to no. go back in the special room, son? No, I did rent uh, Jerry Springer's Too Hot for TV, though. Nice. <laughs> Ooh. I own that. That's a risque one. <laughs> I own that one, and it's it probably is probably just for the boobs. It is just for the boobs. Oh There's really not even that many boobs in. <laughs> that too was hot. like it was like the before Girls Gone Wild. That was yeah. like it was the Girls the same Gone Wild. It's about the same oh, time. I this, remember those commercials. Wasn't a precursor. This movie has <laughs> more time. boobs in it than Too Hot for TV has in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm being serious. There's quite a bit. There's quite a bit of boobs. Definitely, in this movie. Mike. So your first time seeing this movie. Yes. What were you expecting? Anything like what you got? No, I, I pretty much ex- almost exactly expected what I was going to get. Um, I had known about the film. I don't want to th- mm-hmm. make it seem like I didn't know that the film existed. I did. I had heard about it. It was one of those films that was like, yeah, I'll get, you know, again, like I think in the last episode, I talked about the films that, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to that eventually. Then you never do. Um, this was definitely one of them. Um, it didn't surprise me in the way that I guess the Prowler kind of did. <laughs> That's more surprising in a disappointing sort of yeah, way. Yeah, like that one I expected more. And got way less. Yeah. This one I got pretty much exactly what I yeah. expected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever thoughts you might have had going into it, for the most part, they paid off. Yeah, yeah, they did. This is my first time seeing it, and you know what? I was never big into the horror, uh, ho- like horror holiday. You almost—that's yeah. a great term. You, you get, like you I, I, I copyright was, that. I was oh, really thank you. Day. A horror day. Wow. Uh, Jesus, it was Sounds good. Horrible. It was good until yeah. Mike, Mike. But I never like was never up. really into the genre because <laughs> I was just like that. Just seems kind of stupid, like hokey. Yeah, like yeah. what? You know what? What do you mean, mean stupid? Did you did you not see the first episode of fucking Tales from the Crypt, the Killer Santa? That yep. shit's terrifying yeah. well, no, as fuck. That's when I started thinking differently about that, though. Is when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, that is terrifying. Yeah, that you know? episode still this day fucking creeps yeah. me the fuck out. But yeah, no. But the, but but what they they didn't really <laughs> do yeah, it no. justice, honestly. Like they had a good run on a couple of like you know a handful of films, and then bullshit like you know fucking Santa Slay or whatever you were talking about. Yeah. Bill Goldberg, bro. Yeah, it's, it's not like, a piece I, of I shit. Know, How they, dare you? There there was a pretty good run in the eighties because you had like that. But they it was when they started grabbing like weird April Fool's Day. They made a movie like it well, was kind of based around that kind of theme, and I think that's fine. I'm just saying, like the a lot of the Christmas stuff that I feel like came out, you know, at least in like the late '90s and yeah. like 2000s, yeah. like was just Jack so about Frost. The time Jack, I was gonna say Jack Frost, Frost came, came out, out yeah. Ginger Dead Man. Like yep. Jack Frost is okay, but it's like I, this was the golden era. This was the golden era. Jack Frost of, is not one of the not, not one wait, of the good also, ones. Also, I would like to to know that like I feel like Jack Frost and all those other films, those are films that are very self aware that they're being yeah. apparent. Yes. Yeah. This doesn't feel like that really no, so much. This, this is, is a straight, straight horror. horror. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but in a weird way, I do feel like it's a parody. No, uh, I think it comes out that way, which would which would make it I- an ideal cult film. But I don't necessarily think that that was the intention. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a parody in the same way that like Troll Two is. Troll Two was like made with the intention of being a, a legit film. It wasn't self aware. And this one is the same thing. It's not self-aware. It's just really cheesy and kind of shitty. No, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's self-aware at all. But I, I definitely think it's like a ripoff of early slasher genre set in a Christmas setting. I mean, fuck every, almost every movie that came out in the early '80s was that. Yeah, but, <laughs> like you just, yeah, you described about a thousand films from the '80s. That's true, but this one is. I feel like I feel like it's so close to Halloween. Like as far as like character. And story, like it, it, it is, but it, but, but it definitely has. I, I feel like it offers something a little bit extra, which is where Halloween, Halloween's unique because this kid is pure evil from day one. The kid in, in our story, Billy, in, in, in Silent Daily Night, he becomes evil because of what has happened to him, situations he's been put into or forced into, witnessing his parents' death, getting beaten by a nun. Like, these are all things that kind of shaped his personality and shaped his life. Which brings me back to how it resurfaced in another Halloween movie. I was watching this, and I was like, this is fucking Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, that, that, that is not, that, that is not, you can't compare the two because Rob Zombie came after. So, if anything, Rob, Rob Zombie ripped this off no, to make his that's Halloween. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, it went from, like, uh, Halloween to a ripoff of Halloween with Silent Night, Deadly Night to a ripoff of Silent Night, Deadly Night with another Halloween. <laughs> 
Does that make sense? I like, guess you can. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely go full circle. But the thing I did like about this one was, and I and I've been really vocal about it in a lot of episodes about hating the idea of having a killer's backstory. But in this movie, I feel like it did it justice because the things that he witnessed and the things that happened to him were pretty fucked up. I guess. Uh, um. Yeah, it goes back to like what what I was kind of trying to get to. I feel like in the Prowler episode. Uh, the thing that bothered me in that was like, I don't know if there's a word for it or if there's a term for it. I guess I'll call it the unreasonable justification that a lot of slasher films have. The idea that when when a sl- when, when somebody goes off and goes on this murdering rampage, there's this really, there's a justification that they have. Like in, uh, when Jason kills, it's like, well, you drowned me in a lake. You weren't paying attention, so I'm going to kill mm-hmm. the very right. people. Despite the fact that you aren't the exact people that fucking left me un- unwatched, that doesn't matter. Your representation. Your of representation it. of that. In this one, it does a little bit different, but it's on the same level. It, yeah. it, it's a guy that it's well, a kid at the time who sees uh, a beloved Christmas figure <laughs> kill his family, and therefore is kind of forced into the role of that killer. But mm. he still follows that same line. He still has this, and to a very literal extent where he has to say you're being naughty every single time he kills them. Yeah. He has a rule that's going on in his head. Mm-hmm. I only kill people that I feel are naughty. Yes. And therefore I because, shall do it. Because being naughty like punish be, be, what what is the line like punishment Punishing. punishment yeah. is required if you're naughty. And uh-huh. like he just takes that to a fucking to a completely extreme level because of all the other stuff that has happened to him in his life that has basically put him to his breaking point. Mm-hmm. But now we're just breaking down the movie too much, so let's take There's a break. There's no such thing as too much, Cody. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Well, i tell you something. Santa Claus only brings presents to them that's been good all year. To the ones that ain't done nothing naughty. Doggy. All the other ones, all the naughty ones, he punishes. What about you, boy? All right, guys, we are back. We are talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night. Came out in 1984, had a budget of about a million dollars. All right, so this is a cool film. Let's just start off with the heavy question. Right off the bat, which I don't feel like is really heavy for this one. I think it should be a pretty simple answer. Kyle? Yes. Chris? Yes. Mike? Uh, Undeniably so. I have to agree. But why is it a cult film? Probably for the stuff that you mentioned earlier where you thought it was kind of um, like campy. I think it's a little campy, a little tongue-in-cheek. And, I mean, at the time, it's kind of a... I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous concept. Santa Claus going around killing a bunch of people. Like, that alone is going to get people to, like you know, spread the word and say, oh, you seen this fucking movie? And, you know, it's just going to build on that. And um, you think it was yeah. like the like the equivalent of sharks coming out of a tornado? Probably. At the time. At the time. At the <laughs> it's time, like that wild. This, this is the Sharknado of 84. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> I, I think you're right and wrong, if that makes sense. Uh, so no, it doesn't make it sense. Doesn't, that, it doesn't make sense that I'm wrong. They're literally contradictory <laughs> fucking statements. Right and wrong are two totally separate things. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Bro. Well, I think <laughs> up is down. I left think, is right. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. It's literally Mass hysteria. Either of those things. No, I think you're right in the fact that it it's it's got its cult following because it is campy. There's a there's I don't think it's kind of campy. I think it's full on camp. Uh, but I also think that it's got a it got a lot of steam when this I think movie came out from the controversy of being in theaters for like I think it was like a week or two weeks. Yeah. If it was that short before before families came out in droves. To like, like protest, yeah, to protest yeah. this movie for being out because it was Santa killing people. That's and like kids a standing like, ovation, in my opinion. I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, I definitely. Yeah, agree. If, I'm, if, I'm, no. if I'm a horror film director, I'm like, please, goddamn, pick at my movie. No, you're right though. So they basically everybody who's involved like backed out of the deal. Like, yeah, and every like even on like the soundtrack side of things, like it was just like a kind of a bad. It was bad for at the time, but it you know does make for that cool story of like oh this movie was like well, then, banned yeah you know? well that's the thing like over time that's gonna get like the people who are like horror fans who didn't get to see the movie when it was released because it was in theaters for so short yeah uh we're gonna be like I gotta see this movie because there's something in it that's so terrible that I need to see this movie mm-hmm. and then you kind of watch the movie and do you think it's worth the controversy Mike you know what I think it is. At that time, yeah. 
But you know, when was the last time even in modern films where you got that kind of thing? What's that? Like, okay, like there were back in back back at this time, like there were times where like, have you seen this movie about Santa Claus killing people? Mm-hmm. Like you went there, like I, I feel like it's something that like South Park and uh like The Simpsons makes fun of now. Like it's like alien blah blah blahs from blah blah blah, like or like it's some crazy scenario, like a high concept idea that everyone has to flock to the theaters just to see because it's such a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, like, that doesn't exist. Thank you, like, internet. The new, no, the new Blair Witch, like... It does, it does flash exist. Flash in the pan, gone. Where? It does exist. It's maybe not at the level where it's, like, shit getting released in theaters right. and then getting pulled and yanked out of, like, theaters because of a certain reason. It's more like... Serbian film and shit like no, that. No, I understand. You know, yeah, it's... I agree. But I'm just saying, like, to the level, you know, like now the the uh, the, the desire to go see those films exists in a video or purely online. It's in definitely some more way. of a niche market. Yeah. Where, whereas I, I see your point. Whereas this was this was mass market. People who aren't in horror films went to see it. Like, I know? just got to see what everybody's talking about. Yeah. You know? That kind of thing, yeah. And you, then they you, shut you it don't down. Ha- yeah, you, you don't have <laughs> you it. You couldn't pay for advertising that good, honestly. Like, no. on the news, like, angry families protesting the new hit horror film, Silent Night, Deadly Night, about a, you know, a murderous Santa Claus. Like, and then people are like, I can't believe they would turn Santa Claus into a serial well, that's the killer. Thing, is like, I kind of disagree. I don't, I, I don't think that many people saw it. I think a lot of people just heard Santa kills people and then they got upset about it. Right. I think and you're it, right. Yeah. Because if they would have saw it, I don't think they'd be that upset because it's, it's they probably pretty, still would have. There's a lot of sex stuff. Plus, I think I'm going to take it a step further and think, like, yeah. The the Santa Claus killing element is definitely one thing, but like you know the 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 aspect of it that you're dealing with this kid's childhood and his, the abuse that he's receiving and the shit he's witnessing is also pretty like I mean it, it, it it's pretty uh, graphic you no, know I, so that's that's definitely probably something that that fed into that I, hysteria yeah. I agree because I think that's the scariest part of the film I I, I agree because to to Chris's point like who boycotted Serbian film. I mean, it's just one of those situations where it's right. like, what didn't come into the states for a long time, right? Because of, it, it was you like know... this weird thing that existed out in this yeah realm, and then people kind of wanted to go see it, and they gravitated to it, and then they saw it, and they were like, "Holy shit, this is a fucked up film!" But that was its only thing. But you didn't see it. It wasn't something you, again. Like being in theaters is a big is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's present, like in. Like it's 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 at your front door. It's at your local place. It's at your local Cineplex. It's a place that your kids might sneak into yeah. and go see it. Like I think the problem is that all those kids saw those po- that poster and they were like, "Holy shit, I want to see that movie." And the parents, you know, were like, "What is this? This is ridiculous!" Like mm-hmm. that's the movie I'm paying for now. Yeah. That's what they're putting out now, scaring kids about Christmas. Which really, the scariest thing in this film, honestly, is eight year old Billy's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are some ugly ass kids in this, dude. They like were <laughs> they for real. Five year old Billy wasn't bad. Actually, we thought I, I recognized him, but I don't think he was in anything he else. Did, he did look familiar. He did look familiar, but yeah, five year old Billy was you know, was innocent enough. But but you know why? Five year old Billy looked like the kid from Chucky. Oh God, yeah, he, he did. did. Maybe that's like why. He sure yeah. did. He did. You're Eight year old Billy went, looked like it, a it, horse. He, he had a, he had a it a slow a slow <laughs> a, a slow growth. Uh, he went from. A decent looking kid, like oh look at this cute little kid. To like Jesus Christ, that kid's ugly. To like goddamn the like an American icon of like what you think like a, a <laughs> yeah, corn fed like, beautiful yeah. man no, should he be like, ripped off sleeves. He was like, like I'm not you look, he was beautiful. He he, 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 was, he was the yeah. American dream. He, he is. is. <laughs> he could have played Captain America. He could have. He could have. Yeah, no, I'm serious. He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely working out. You know him and uh, Mother Superior. I thought in <laughs> the gym. And again, I want to say something. I I thought that was going to be a, a theme. That I thought the toy owner was um, sexually attracted to him. What? what? Right I off never the bat, when the, when the, no. when, when, the, the when the toy nun, shop owner. Yeah, when the nun is like, I have a kid, and I get now that the joke was he thought it was a younger kid or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was the joke. But it, the way he <laughs> looks at him, the way he's like. Uh, I got this kid, blah, 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 his name is Billy. He wants to work in the shop. And he's like, ah, I don't want to do that. And he's like, no, here he is right over here. And he looks at him and it starts, the camera angles it from his like knees 
slowly past his crotch, yep. <laughs> all the way up to his face in yep. his beautiful smile. They're revealing yeah. And then the all billy. of a sudden you see the, the toy owner and he's just like, Oh, never mind. No, because the point of that was <laughs> the the point of that was jokes on him. I get it. Yes, was like he has big ass arms. He can lift crates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get this it. This ain't no boy. This is I would a like to say that a, a little yeah. bit of a failure on the cinematographer's part to start crotch level. That was you know what failure. you know you know maybe it's maybe the thing maybe you do maybe, with with women. Maybe maybe they just got like hung up on that thing that a reposition to get the rest of the pan going. Maybe <laughs> the stop point like maybe oh, shit, gotta fix and adjust now. Don't start genital level. That's all. Usually wait till later for the technical stuff but there are some pans in here that are terrible <laughs> like it, there's they, a lot there's a lot of technical stuff that oh are questionable God. it's bad when they like when yes, he's drawing the picture right. and it starts from the, the start of the classroom and goes to billy is like some of the worst cinematography i've ever seen i'm like jesus this i don't want to get too much into it but yeah, yeah along with what kyle said there is some real technical issues in in here that we can get into later do you guys think that this movie also has like a, a maybe more of a following now because it's kind of like the troll 2 of uh christmas movies i do not see it as the troll 2 of christmas yeah, movies that, dude, it's some, not that bad it's not that bad there's it's, some bad shit in it I, would, I, would, I feel like the that, one with bill goldberg would be the troll 2 Let's we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. Oh god damn yeah, it. Yeah, this isn't this isn't like I mean Troll 2 is like so painfully obvious that it's bad. This is like little flex of it, but there's some good there's some good shit in this movie. There is. I they, mean, there, there's a lot of great kills. Yeah. Again, the the setup for the killer's backstory is solid. No, I don't disagree with that, but I don't know how great the execution is. Like I'm going to give you some of my points. Like I was busting up laughing like the first opening scenes with this movie when they're driving the car because it's like the same cut of the dad's face looking like glancing lovely over yeah. at, at the yeah. mom and the yeah. mom's doing like the same glance and it's like just this oh, and the really staged like like finger across the baby's face like everything yeah. seems so orchestrated and grandpa was pretty damn cheesy to himself like it, he was pretty cheesy. I, I just thought that was kind of, since you're bringing up that scene, the grandpa scene at the beginning when they go to visit him, like the, 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 the thing that was hard for me to get over at first was the fact that he's like, watch out for Santa. Some, he's going to punish you and it's going to be bad. And then all of a sudden, like something like that actually does happen on the way yeah, it's home. A, it's supremely coincidental. Yeah, it yeah. is. And it's, it's an un- unfortunate coincidence, which yeah. led to Billy becoming a murdering but, psychopath. But I would like to say that I, I, I feel like the grandfather's presence actually does uh, point to something else. Which is the the possibility of insanity running in the family? Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. You're like right. I think that they were trying to get to that point. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it very well, I think. But yeah. I like that you said that because I didn't really put that together until now. But that could totally be true. I don't know if anybody else caught into this either. But in that scene where uh, the Santa, the first Santa killer, uh, kills the clerk, yeah, that was working at the gas station or or whatever. Uh, that also made me laugh because they they get rid of it in the second cut when it's a close up with a bullet hole in his head. But when he gets shot initially, his tongue's like hanging out of his mouth, like from the side, like ah, like <laughs> it's really funny. And you only get like a quick cut of it because I think they realize that. And you get a little bit of it when he's there with his head. He's got a little bit of it hanging out on his lip. His but tongue? it was like, yeah, he thought that was the way to die. Yeah, that was okay. like the way to that die. Was like, his, ah! That was his chosen acting style, huh? I'll tell you one. The, I think the most poorly executed scene in this, um, because it's it, it tries to condense a bunch of like horror th- film tropes into one scene is when the Santa Claus actually tries to take the parents' car. Yeah, it's it's such a weird. If you're looking at the motivation from the killer, it makes literally no sense. He's stranded on the road. His whole thing is, I got to get away from the cops because surely someone's looking for me after I've committed this crime. Here's this family. Okay, there's a car. I get the car. Okay, I'm going to kill the father. Okay, now I'm going to go over the car. I'm going to grab the mother. Wait, now's a good time for a good molestation. Let's do that. Yeah. Wait, never mind. Maybe I shouldn't molest this person. Maybe I should go kill the kid. Look for the kid. I give up on the kid. Let's go back to the car. It makes no fucking sense. It's like they tried to jam a bunch of visuals into one scene just for the sake of shock value, but it makes no sense. Mike, here's the thing. He doesn't even take the car. How does he get away? Right? 
<laughs> like, where, where's the baby? Like, that's the thing. That's a question. Like, I don't know how the baby gets back to the orphanage. He doesn't yeah. take the car. So, so the baby and Billy are both there with dead parents just sitting there. And then somebody, I assume, comes along and snags them up. So I'm assuming the cops actually do show up because this guy's a moron. They probably do. <laughs> I don't know what happens to this guy, but I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I agree with that. That scene just felt it just felt un, unnecessary or just not planned out because, yeah. like... He he produces the gun and then the dad throws it in reverse and then the car gets like left in a ditch or something. And it's like, well, there's no getting that car back now. Yeah. You just kind of fucked yourself there, buddy. Like, really we could have like easily asked for a ride sloppy and, scene. And, and, and gotten in the car and ridden with them and then killed them like yeah. at some point later in the trip. Here's a, here's a question I got for you, Mike, that's uh, on the little deeper level on this one. Is this just a straight, straight slasher film or is this, there's there a message to this film? Because if there is, I didn't get it. Um, it's a straight slasher film in terms of uh how I feel like a lot of the plot points of how a one of the a slasher comes to be. But I feel like this film does a really good job at showing the growth of a slasher. Mm-hmm. You don't really growth of see, a killer. yeah, the growth of a killer. Yeah, you don't really see Michael Myers' growth, and and to, to well effect, like obviously John Carpenter didn't want that, mm. and he kind of criticized. Uh, Rob Zombie for trying yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, Jason, same thing. Like you kind of see glimpses of it, but they don't yeah. make a real thing. This is like, he, this one's different because it starts off where you think the protagonist is this kid, and it actually turns out to be the killer. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's a strange thing in this. Hmm. The first, what is it? Like I don't know. First ten, fifteen minutes of this film shows this kid and this kid like being abused by and you're kind of siding with him yeah. emotionally he's, suffer- he's you suffering do. from these you traumatic events you kind of have to because yeah. like he's in this convent and and then the the mother ter- the mother uh superior mother superior, mother superior. Yeah, mother Teresa. she's she's <laughs> a mo- let's be honest she's a monster yeah yeah and by the end of this film she turns out to be a hero which is very strange mm-hmm. like I they kind of transfer 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 that but like this kid if you're watching the first 15, 20 minutes of this film, you can't help but think, like, Jesus Christ, this kid's going to end up being a killer. You have, you have <laughs> to see it coming because it's like, yeah. how much shit does this kid have to go through yeah. before he and fucking it, and snaps? It, su- yeah. it sucks because it's like there's one, there's at least one there's one sister at that knows what he's going through and recognizes what the problem is, and the mother spirit is like, no, my my methods will work, yeah. and just keeps suggesting I don't care what you this, think. more and more of this shit. I don't understand why none of the nuns or anybody in that entire orphanage says, look, guys, yeah, his, his family was m- brutally murdered One by of them does. Santa Claus. She does. Maybe One of them don't. does. Yeah, but like, it's a complete, like the ignorance is so mind-boggling. That's the point it's I a, think they're it, trying to make, It's though. an ignorance on the Mother Superior, though. Yeah. Right. She's in charge, and it's her way or the highway type of thing, and this but, other one's just like, oh, there's nothing I can fucking do. The Nuns way this film ends is that it makes the Mother Superior seem like she's... like a, like, like a holy figure. I didn't like, think of her as a hero. I thought of her even more as like... Like, look what you created. That's how I took it. It's so, but at the end, when he comes in with the axe, he's ready to, like, basically, I guess, murder the entire orphanage. Nah, he's just going <laughs> to kill her. That's it. Yeah. That's just her? Like, yeah. the way she's so standoffish makes it seem like, and you've seen all these brutal murder, murders. Like, why? Like, they almost frame her in a heroic way. I didn't get it that way at really? all. Really? Yeah. I, I did. I kind of got I didn't get her as, as heroic. I got, I got it as. I got it as like the 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 way she was responding to it was like she's like stand she's she's standing firm on like kind of her beliefs and her methods, but the 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 entire film is an end result of her methods. Like the reason this killer is it is this way, and the reason why he's coming after her is because she she was being. Oh, I don't want to say naughty. That's weird. Well, you say pu- film. You know, she says being punished. Like the whole that's a whole thing he carries with him through like all of his. She his reinforces life. these ideas. Yeah. which is so weird. Well, she creates these ideas. Yeah. He didn't have the idea of punishment as as being. Well, a re- the grandfather kind of starts it off a little bit, a little yeah. bit, but she definitely drives it fucking home. Uh-huh. Here's the weird thing I will say to you about that that ending with with Mother Superior. Um, that is is different from most like horror films especially at this time too is like the one person who should probably die and probably deserves to get killed doesn't yeah she doesn't the one die. that you're rooting to, to get killed like as a horror fan you're like that's the girl that's the lady that needs to get it yeah she doesn't she gets in the second one <laughs> well we're not there yet no <laughs> oh really okay never mind then. that's why they had to make a second one because everybody felt like you did <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Because I, and it I is believe weird... it. I believe it. That was kind of like, yeah. Honestly, like I would have the I first would, one to go. I would have rather him 
like as he died, came down with the axe and killed her. They both died together. Little poetic shot, and and that's it. End of the story. Well, You're ask, too artsy. You're let too me artsy. Ask this though, real quick. So so there's the Linnea Quigley scene mm-hmm. um, where she's you know making out on the pool table and goes to check for the cat topless, and then and some you weird know, kid lives there. By the way, I, I don't know where for, that. That's kid how comes I look from. for my cat. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And, topless. Uh, yeah. Oh. You know, then gets gets uh, impaled by uh, the horns of a of a deer, an elk, or something. Yeah. A deer, um, I guess. A and uh, but I was a deer. <laughs> I, maybe I didn't catch it. A but doe? why did he choose to kill them? It's just random. That was just a kill. That well, was just a random, a random ass kill. kill. They were they, yeah. they 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 were having sex. Yeah, and, he and, was peeping. And back to he was. We don't see it, but we have to assume that's what happens because. That would explain why they show him peeping through the peephole when he was a kid, and what they're doing is basically reflecting exactly what yes. he witnessed and exactly what the the back room supervisor was trying to do with this other girl. It, it was 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 you know having sex, and it that really was it really reflects that like slasher trope of like <clears throat> sex is a not like mm-hmm. people who have sex deserve to die. Yeah, well, that was obviously a and running all, theme. And, and then Mother Superior drove it on by saying what they were doing was naughty, right? And, and deserves to be she punished. Does, she does. So. She does. She she really like right. uh, uh, frames that for him. So I also took it as like kind of like a Halloween thing too that they stole from Halloween, where it's like. He's he's this killer who's obviously got an end goal, and on his journey from where he is to where his end goal is, which is the orphanage, he's just gonna run over a whole bunch of people on his way there. Yeah, he he he. I mean, and there's not really there's not really an easy way or to explain it. It's basically this guy snaps, and anything that Mother Superior told him was naughty, he's going to kill. All right, punish, what's up quote with the unquote. sled scene? That's exactly what I was gonna ask. Then what's up? With I don't the understand scene? the sled scene. That's just a random kill. Okay, it's yeah. just it's like I said, it's him on well, his journey. Well, I mean, technically, no, it's not a random. What kill. What did they do it, that was bad? They, they stole, stole the, the sled the from the kids. Oh, okay. they like they beat up the kids kind of. And right. They stole their sleds, and they. That, so yeah. now he's now did he's not a, now he's a good guy. The fucking he's he's well that's his whole thing. That's his whole thing. I guess it is not being naughty, right? Yeah, that's his whole thing. Is is punishing. Sinners, quote yeah, because yeah, he asked the girl, the girl that's in the house after he kills Linnea quickly, like, "Have you been naughty?" And she's like, yeah. "No." And then he gives her a that's present, right? Which I, is yeah. a box cutter, <laughs> fucking box like cutter, a bloody crusty box <laughs> cutter. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Here's a bloody cr- crusty box. How cutter. about the Grinch over here? What those guys do wrong? They just stole a sled. <laughs> There's no, no wrong with that. You see some yeah. kids with sleds. You want to have some fun? You beat them the fuck up. You I'm steal the sleds. I'm wondering why those 27 year olds were picking on those, you know, 13 year olds. That's weird. just. I, I think. I think the, to explain that's bad casting. <laughs> I, I can explain that. That was the redheaded kid that grew up. He, it's the it's the redheaded kid in Christmas Story. He grew up. <laughs> Scott Farkas. Gotcha. Yeah, Scott Farkas. <laughs> Yellow eyes. <laughs> he grew up, stole some sluts, got his head chopped off. You know what? Farkas got his. Yeah, good yeah. for him. So, Twice. So that's what I'm wondering. Is that's one? If that is that one of the scenes that uh, was the difference between rated and unrated? Because I remember seeing that scene a, a little bit more extended it seemed longer um when i watched it on my own than when i saw it over here yeah i feel like there was some some length cut off of that I yeah don't... i think the yeah i because you yeah i think the the extended version just has and, and all of these horror movies have that the extended version always just has these shots that held on the special effects a little yeah. bit longer because yeah. you guys didn't see the antlers pierce linea quigley's no. belly no no it and just it just look... cuts to her eyes and I, I remember seeing it and thinking the first thing was like, well, the budget must have been really low. I could have sworn I saw that, it. I could have sworn that, it was in there. That special effect was fantastic. Wow. Like, it's you a shame see, that was missed. You see them like poke through and they just slowly tear through the latex skin and just like blood pumps yeah, out. It's, we didn't like, get none it's of that. like, that's really well done. That's a shame. I'm a shame I didn't see that. I'm going to have to watch the unrated version. Yeah. See, y'all, y'all just need to, y'all, y'all need to stop being cheap. Pay for Give the yourself. Amazon. <laughs> the, the old Amazon. <laughs> Don't watch that free Showtime version. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> pay for it. You pay, pay the, for what pay you get. Pay the two ninety nine for the SD version because there so, ain't no HD out there. So as we were speaking about uh, Sister Margaret, who was like the good, yeah, the good uh, nun, good nun, <laughs> the good nun. Did anyone else get like a Doctor Loomis vibe from this chick? Oh, was absolutely. It just I definitely did. Yeah, yeah. She, she had that. I will say though, I, she was my probably my favorite actor in this film, aside from uh, Billy. Adult Billy or what? Eight year old Billy? Adult Billy. Adult Billy was pretty solid. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think she had like she carried like the most um, 
skill as an actor. She's most believable in her well, role. Superior is pretty good. Yeah, she's, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta I gotta disagree with you on the pretty. Billy thing. I think Adult Billy is flat. What? I love Adult Billy. Why? And his crazy face. I think it's all about the, and, and the expressions. It, it, yeah. Yeah. But listen, also, listen. I'll, I'll, let me let's say yeah. this before you give your, your 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 example. Okay. Adult Billy. Sane or Adult Billy Insane? Because Adult Billy insane, insane is fucking solid. I agree. He has the most terrifying dead eyes. And I want to say something about it. I think it might have to do with the editing and the way it was cut, or at least even the version that was cut. I don't like that, like, even with the sled guy, he was just, like, punished. Like, that's all you heard <laughs> before he cut off his head. It was, like, this robotic, <laughs> like, like snap, repeating bro? thing. Yeah, he kept saying he he did keep saying punish, and it was yeah, and it was just it, it, flat, it, like I, no expression. I liked it. The, the only time I thought it was funny was was when he kills the cop towards the end, because that one just comes out of nowhere. Yes, like, punish. <laughs> what the fuck was that? When he kills uh, Chief Waters, because he looks kind of like John Waters. Well, a lot of people look like John Waters in like, like, I like, the last few films. We've I like when up. they actually make him become Santa, and he's he's got the kid on his lap, oh and he's like, God. "I love oh, when he's such just, a good scene." When he's just staring at himself in the mirror, it's just like you could just see this guy's like screaming on the inside, yeah. and, he, and he's like, "Keep it together." Yeah, with that with that kid though, he was like, "You need to be quiet. You're being bad. You know what happens to kids when they're bad, right? And they get punished." And then it's like, "Wow, he's so good with children." Yeah. Like. <laughs> And it's just like the way he's saying it is so disturbing to Listen, me. Listen, if I worked in that stock room too, that asshole would have oh. died way sooner. <laughs> yeah, that fucking clown. Oh my god, he, the rapist. There's yeah, how do I mean? Listen, this, how do rapists rise I'm to a, power? I'm gonna write Positions a book. Of power. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a book soon about cult films and just rape scenes and why. Oh yeah, I'll I'll do. I'll give you a whole chapter on on seventies samurai films. I didn't. I didn't realize it until I. I just got. I just got a new set. And dude, it's like every, every. I, I just got the Lone Wolf and Cub set. And every single movie, at least three women get raped or molested. It's like a running. <laughs> it's like, theme. What was with the seventies? <laughs> I think it's a running theme in like cult movies because it's like one of the worst things that they can think of doing. Yeah. It's shock but value. I think, I think there was a there was a blase way attitude of of dealing with it at the time that I think is not. Um, it's not taken as seriously as it is nowadays, yeah, which it true. should be. Like, I just watched Deathstalker, and Jesus Christ, it's like eight rapes a minute, like in that film, and it, and <laughs> and and it's meant as a joke, like, <laughs> and it's like he's a barbarian, <laughs> and it's like looking, viewing it from the eyes that I have now, um, it, it, it's kind of horrendous a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like even the girl. I was like. Why are you mad at him for killing your rapist? Like, <laughs> I what know. is that about? I yeah, know. That was I was strange. I was blown away by that because, because, like, it, it's so weird how they, that whole scene doesn't make any sense though. Because, like, from a distance, Billy's watching him and they're making out and everything, and then he's like, "Hey, come to the back room," type of thing. And they get back there, and she's like, "I thought you said you had a present for me." I'm like, "What the fuck were you making out with him for? If you yeah. thought you were just getting a gift?" And then he's like, "Here's my gift," and he starts trying to fucking rape her. It just didn't make any fucking there's sense. A, okay, there's a lot of things that don't make sense, like the other Santa who gets killed, who's death. Oh, the the, the father, the fa- the father's father, uh, whatever. Like at the end, the fake Santa. Uh, yeah, that yeah. you think that is, one makes sense. That he's deaf. Oh no, that, yeah. that no, that that's just a. We were talking about that. That's just like somebody somebody in the writers' room was like, oh, and it, and it turns out to be father, blah blah. blah. And it's like, well, why didn't he stop when he said freeze? Well, because he's deaf, obviously. Didn't you? <laughs> didn't I say that before? That's what I meant. Nope, we're just accepting it now. I yeah. guess. Yeah, I did not. I did not catch that. I did not understand it. That's how you, you write. That's how you write yourself out of a hole, right yeah, there. Right. <laughs> like, wait a second. Plot he's hole. deaf. How miserable is it to grow up in an orphanage where you're going to see Santa and you're going to tell him everything you want and he can't hear you? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's... Santa, I want this, this, and well, this. Well, that's that's probably why he shows up after they open the gifts. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's the only one that can stand doing it because he can't hear him anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the perfect Santa. Yeah, he's like, he never gets tired of it because he doesn't have to listen to all the screaming and, 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 and fucking greediness. He's like, is this kid crying? Yeah. <laughs> Making a weird ass face, but that's kind of entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about Silent Night, Deadly Night. What's the matter with you? Stop it. Stop kicking. Do you have any idea what you're doing? You're being naughty. Right on Santa's lap. I don't bring toys to naughty children, I punish them severely. That's right. 
Bless you. He sure knows how to handle kids. He's great, isn't he? All right, guys, we are back. We're talking about Santa Slay. Came out in 1984. <laughs> We're just looking it up on our break, so I had to fucking <laughs> just came out. Uh, no, we're actually talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night. I like that you got the year right, though, for Silent Night. <laughs> yeah. Santa Slay from 84. <laughs> 84, Bill, guys. We, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> He's 6. 84. <laughs> I don't know why. It just happened. He's uh, not 6. He's not six. He's way older than that. Yeah. Whatever. I just threw a fucking. That was a good you're guess. You're giving me I shit. I thought that was a, could have been Thank accurate. Thank you, Chris. Be, the two people who don't know wrestling thought it was hilarious. <laughs> two people do are like, oh, excuse you, sir. He's <laughs> 50 years old. All right. So let's get into the fun part of this movie, which I would say is the technical side. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And sure. let's talk about some of that fantastic stuff. Let's talk about what a low budget gets you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a million bucks. No, I've seen, listen, I've seen movies shot on a million bucks that we've talked about on this podcast that were shot better Trump, than this Trauma movie. films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trauma films are shot better than this movie. I mean, movie. Grant, Grant, it's a lot of that melt stuff, but I mean, uh, really? Uh, like, what does this film do difference. that's so spectacular in, in, in terms of special effects? I mean, I mean, honestly, like... Well, it's special. Well, we can't have special effects conversation because unfortunately, you two assholes didn't watch the unrated one. So I, the great effects you didn't get to witness. I, w- I will. I will give you that because I wish I so had we, seen. We can't talk about, but if you want to talk about cinematography, I mean, it's got some low points, but for the most part, it's pretty vanilla and done well. Cinematography. There's shots though, like. Like there's the the cheesy fucking eighties slow mo shot. That's oh like, yeah, that's a, it's used it a ju- few times. It just looks like it's a freeze frame that they just they just pan a can a camera over a little bit at yeah, a time. Yeah, just like, stutters along. Yeah, it looks terrible. But I mean, I didn't see any like I didn't see any like long pan shots or or anything. That it was pretty vanilla. Yeah, because they didn't know how to do them. I felt like every shot felt pretty natural. My biggest complaint, honestly, was. There, there was something wrong with the film. I think the film got fucked up at some point. What do you mean in this film? Because there were scenes where it was like perfectly lit, beautiful, like oh yeah, all like it looked great, and then it go to a shot that was like grainy and green and I like even, really like off. I and, even thought to myself, like when I was watching it, like in this, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought like I wonder if they bought like if they used really cheap shitty film for it because the grain was like when you see like. If you watch something like, you know, like a, a fucking a masterpiece film, black and white, the grain is always even and smooth and looks nice. In this movie, it's like harsh lines and like weird, weird, like I mean, artifacts could, appearing on the screen. I it's, feel like it's that, that could have came from the transition. I don't know what they originally shot on and what they transferred it to. Yeah, I but mean, I've, I've seen bad DVD copies and they don't look Well, I'm like not talking this. about this DVD. Is a film I'm even year. talking about the, the idea of blowing something up from like... Oh, I'm sure it was 16 shot. 16 to 16, super 16, which I highly doubt it's 35 millimeter it's, most likely. It's probably shot in the correct eight. aspect ratio. I yeah. just think it was, it was, like Chris's point, it was definitely lit poorly. And there was a lot of scenes that, yeah, that were like, they looked like they weren't um, color corrected. Yeah, I was just going to say it probably didn't get corrected or yeah. it was like the raw like film and like nothing had been done to it, it looked like. Do you guys know what we're talking that, about? That sounds, yeah, I know exactly that sounds what like, That about. sounds like that unrated version. I was going to say. I just thought about it right now because some of the scenes are some extra are some like death scenes. Yeah. I wonder if they didn't see any. Of no, these. because no, because even when he came in when I was watching the unrated version, he sat down and was like, "This looks a lot different than yeah. the unrated version." Ah, as far as I, like, I wonder and... if there's some. I wonder no, if the extra yeah. scenes were color corrected. Everything was way more exposed on the version that you guys saw. On mine, it was like dark, and then it would go to this like really shit film look for a second, well, a and second. then snap if back. If it was an unrated version where they're just adding footage to it, mm-hmm. is it is it not unlikely that they didn't that treat it or do? They color were just correction? like, hey, let's just get an unrated version out there, and just like we have raw footage, we shot these weird kill scenes. Yeah, like, the, just they easily could have done like an like a real quick processing just yeah. to get it on the fucking disc and get it out there, suppose, which is what it looks like. Did but, it, did it happen during the uh, Linnea, Linnea Quigley death that you were talking uh, during about? During close up on her stomach, I believe it was grainy. Right? There was yeah. There it was. It yeah. was mostly now that you mentioned it during like a death type. Scene. Yeah, because even during the, uh, the the first time I think I actually noticed it was at the beginning when the the burglar shoots the guy in the head mm-hmm. like because that holds on that shot for a while after he gets hit in the head and i did re- I, I did notice like all of a sudden the color palette changed the white balance got all warm and kind of shitty looking mm-hmm. all right i think we can safely say that's probably what happened they 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 had the theatrical version they yeah. edited that 
Right. And then they realized, well, maybe we should do an unrated version because this film is controversial. But they didn't have the budget to actually do that, so they just jammed it in there. I wonder if you would notice it as much on, um, on like a VHS or something. Probably not because at all. This is obviously, you know, streamed like digitally, so a lot of that stuff really pops out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wonder if on VHS it just doesn't look that. You, you know. hear that, Shout Factory? 4K restoration. There you go. <laughs> well, to quote to Ghost Adventures, I feel like this myth has been debunked. There it is. <laughs> there what? it is. This is, is this a new segment? Yeah, we're calling it the debunk. <laughs> the debunk. The debunk with I, Michael Solisio. I, I, I hope there's a lot of fans out there that are listening to this show that actually watch Ghost Adventures. It's the. Uh... I think I have the entire season one, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, Chris, unfortunately, the greatest fucking ghost show on TV. That, that's mm. that sounds like a misplaced Christmas gift right there. Or <laughs> I think birthday. it was an, I inherited it somehow. Oh, okay. Uh, one of uh, the things I wanted to talk about because it seems to be a, a running theme in the last two movies that we reviewed. Uh, Play Misty for me, and now this uh, is the Clint Eastwood Mega Punch oh. that comes out of nowhere. That that Dude, kid's that left kid. hook. <laughs> that oh. kid's that left kid hook. fucking clocks that clocks and, that Santa, and that stock that stuntman flew across the room like like he was hit by Bill Goldberg. That was definitely a scene that made me laugh hysterically. <laughs> me I was too. Like, where did that punch come yeah. from? Dude, from the back. <laughs> You didn't see it coming. What the hell's the wrong with that kid? I'd be like, motherfucker, I yeah. would be chasing after that. But, I mean, doesn't this character just have, like, weird moments of super strength? He that, does. Because, like, even the first guy he kills, which is the rapist dude, he holds him up one arm <laughs> in the air. Yeah. This dude was bigger than him. That's like, that built Michael, bigger. That's that Michael Myers moments. Was there any favorite quotes that anyone had? Nope. I would have had one if it wasn't ruined for me. Oh, stupid! What was it? That would have been uh, naughty from his his younger brother at the the, the very oh, end the scene. End. Mm, yeah, I yeah. would have laughed so hard at that if that wasn't ruined for me. Way to go, Chris! Thanks, mm-hmm, Chris. Sure. Chris, mm-hmm. why, why don't you tell us? Why don't you Anytime. tell? Why don't you tell us some other spoilers? Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think that would have ruined it for you. Because he I was don't like, buy that. I would have laughed at it, dude. Cause it would have been he, a funny moment. Yeah, because the way he laughed, la- the way he says naughty. Oh, <laughs> he definitely has like a. Yeah, he has like, like a, a red rum. He, yes, like, I just just seeing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, there wasn't there wasn't really any memorable quotes to me anyway. Anybody no. else? No, I don't. There's one memorable quote but I have. It's the quote of <laughs> the uh, father in the car's face <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> over and over and over yeah, again. His face is glass. There's a stock of love. shot of the father looking back at the mother. Oh, okay. and it's always like an oh you. <laughs> It's oh, true. You. Oh my god! I, I love know, you right? so much, family. Like yeah. it's such a fucking. <laughs> and they so do it happy. over and over and over again. All right, so let's go ahead and rate this mammer jammer, Kyle. What are we rating it? Uh, we are gonna rate it box cutters because that's the gift Billy gives to the little girl for Christmas. Okay, I I'm gonna go first on this one. I am going to actually give this four box cutters. I actually really enjoyed this film. I think it's a lot of stupid fun, in my opinion. Um. It's cheesy, it's campy, uh, there is a little bit of seriousness to it with how the serial killer is created, but otherwise from that, it's just a pretty much a fun uh, horror Christmas movie. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, it's it's just weird, uh, it's awkward, it's all of that, so it's, yeah, four from me. Watch it. Do it. Let's go with Mike next. I am going to mirror exactly what you said. Four for me. Four box cutters. Um, I was surprised by how much I like this film. I am not uh, a, 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 as as in my cinephilia, as you would call it. Uh, <laughs> slasher films are not my number one. Bro, you gotta go to the doctor for that. <laughs> it's it, it's it's these I don't want to be cured they, from. Do, do they give you a Z pack for that? Or mm-hmm. is that... I hope not. You gotta put some cream on that. You gotta put some cream on your cinephilia. <laughs> if cinephilia is wrong, I don't want to be right. Oh Jesus. Go ahead. Anyways. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, slasher films are not normally my my favorite, but I, I really actually really kind of digged a lot of what they were trying to do with this film. Um, I like what they tried to do in terms of like creating a creating a killer. But they gave him a backstory that was kind of believable, quite honestly. Um, and not only that, but it it, it, it it burrowed into a fear of like this prototypical uh, uh, Christmas character of Santa Claus. A person you trust. A person that gives you gifts. But they, they warped it in such a way that, like, you know, if you're naughty, you die. And I, I, I like that about films sometimes. I like when they take common... Um, uh, stories and they warp them in such a way that it makes you look second at them. Like maybe Santa Claus is not that great of a guy. 
you know? Like, that's what I kind of felt about it. So, yeah, four for me. Four box cutters. All right, next up is Chris. <sighs> I'm flip-flopping. I'm flip-flopping because you guys are ra- rating it so high. It's it's making me want to. But I'm going to go with a 3.5, um, actually. That ain't bad. Um, no, it's not bad. And this film is not bad. It's it's a fun film. It's a fun holiday film to watch. Um, if you're into the horror genre, I could see why it's kind of a sta- uh, staple. Um, I think the artwork had a lot to do with it to draw people in. And you get a lot of sex and, and some violence and a, a kind of a cool concept. It was kind of fresh at the time, I would say, too. Um, and yeah, all the, all the reasons you guys just said about the story, uh, uh, you know, of the film, it's a little different. You actually see the killer grow up and become what, you know, what is then the enemy, you know, who somebody you shouldn't like. Um, you know, some of the acting's weak, uh, but that's, you know, there's some good performances as well. Um, I think the technical side is probably the, the thing I have the biggest problem with, um, it does it does pace out a little weird towards the end it kind of drags on a little bit um loses a little bit of steam for me but uh but yeah three and a half overall i think i think if you like horror and you like holiday horror uh this should definitely be on the list all right next up is kyle uh yeah i'm gonna um i'm gonna pretty much mirror what you guys are saying i'm i'm gonna give it a four um it's a solid slasher film um, I think it. Um, I think it's unique enough in the way that they deliver the character and the way they present the character. It's not some he's born under a bad sign or this that. It's this this kid, you know, has been subjected to a lot of terrible shit in his life, and his brain fucking snapped. And I, I really appreciated that about the film um, because it really forces you to care about him, and then in a split second realize that you know he's a psychopath. So. Um, yeah, it's got some cheesy moments, cheesy acting, um, and like to Chris, like Chris's point, it's got some technical issues. But you know what? I think all of that is pretty forgivable because it is a fun movie. So I would definitely recommend this. Uh, you know, put it on for your holiday party. And yeah, throw it <laughs> a nice little treat. <laughs> throw it on for the kids on Show Christmas for Eve. Gra- granny, granny, grandma, grandma, grandpa, come grammy. over. You just pop on Silent Night, Deadly yeah. Night. There you and go. Everybody has a great time. Well, right? you know, granny. I would be hooked um, if I were them because of that sweet ass uh, title intro where it comes up slowly and then it like right on the music cue, a blood splat hits the screen oh, and yeah. melts into the Deadly Night that, part you of know, it. You don't see a lot of that animated credits anymore. I but, wish you did. Yeah. I wish you did too. They don't do but... that anymore. That like died in the 90s and then never came back. Too bad. Yeah. Alright guys, that's our show for this week. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, like we said before, it helps us out a bunch. And hey, we'll give you a shout out. No one did it this week. <laughs> so no shout outs. Thanks, guys. I'm looking at you. L- looking right at you. You're looking pro- at you, world. Yeah. <laughs> so just do that for us. We'll give you a shout out. And we really appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore review. You can also follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at ColtFilm underscore review. You can follow Kyle at... You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at... ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. And you can follow Mike Yeah. You can follow me at, at MikeSalusio on Twitter. And you know what? I've been kind of active on Instagram oh, a little man. bit lately. So, Are you really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So at- Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Oh. Twitter. Twitter, yes. Always. But also... Well, not really. <laughs> But also Instagram now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm. So go follow him in all those places yeah. that you may or may not interact. What yeah. kind of what kind of things can we find on your your newly uh, Instagram? activated Instagram? I just figured you know what I watch a lot of films. I watch a lot of stuff in my spare time. Like why not let the world know what I'm seeing sure, right now? Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah. So uh, yeah, at Mike underscore Salustio on Instagram. That's our show, guys. So just remember, if you're gonna join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. 